Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey everyone, this is Gregory Hart. This is the Heart to Heart podcast. Today I am joined for episode number eight with Savannah Todd. She's an event planner and owns the business, The Little Moments. Today we are going to discuss some of the services she can offer, some of the struggles she's having so far within the pandemic, and how she balances a home life with two young children while running her own small business. Thank you so much for joining me, Savannah. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. It's nice to finally get to sit down and get together. I know you've been busy. You just had another little one, I hear. Did yeah, she's nine weeks now. She's getting big. Jeez, you got to be a busy lady going on with COVID, two kids, and trying to run a business. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely been busy. Can you give me a little <laughs> introduction of yourself, like what what you've started, what you're doing so far, and how everything's been going so far with your business? Yeah, for sure. So, like you said, two kids, so things are crazy busy. Um, I've currently on. I do work full time in the HR industry, um, so I'm on a mat leave from that. So since um, my second daughter Josephine's been born, I haven't really done much. I took a step back from social media just so that way I could um, pay more attention to my family, have my focus be on them. Um, But now that she is um, getting to that three month mark, I'm itching, I'm bored, I want to do something. So I'm looking to get back into that. Um, But like I said, it's been busy. And I think it's going to be a slow start with COVID for sure. For sure. When did you Mm -hmm. start so that so so everyone knows the name of your company is the little moments? Mm -hmm. Um, When did you start that? Um, so I actually started it back in 2015. I had just graduated from college. I went to school for public relations and event planning. Okay. Um, I didn't do anything with public relations. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did a co-op while I was there and I actually interned for an event planner. So I worked with mm-hmm. her for um, my whole second year. And then she actually hired me after I graduated. Mm-hmm. And that's where I fell in love with event planning. Um, so when I graduated, she again hired me but then a year after that she met somebody and moved to California (laughs) so um no longer needed me um so I liked that she was able to create her own schedule and she didn't have to answer to anybody um and so I wanted that for myself and I actually started um it out as save the date I loved that name. I always knew that growing up, right? Like that's what you get when you're sending out wedding invitations. Um, But a little something on the side, the acronym for save the date is actually STD. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you really sit down and put that together. But yeah, I could see that, especially if you want to put it as a jot form or a short form on anything, that's what you'd be putting down. Exactly. So I didn't even think that far in, in advance. 
Um, And Ryan pointed it out to me. um, And I was not able to unsee that from that moment on. (laughs) (laughs) So then I had uh, my first daughter, Riley, and I was like, okay, I'm no longer in love with the logos that I had. I'm no longer in love with this business that I was trying to create. So I revamped the entire thing. Um, And I kept saying after I had Riley, you know, I want to take in these little moments. It's the little moments that matter. And so I just kind of ran with that. And that's kind of how I got to where I I am. Honestly, I, I save the date. Yes. I, now I see why you, why you decided to change it, but um, the little moments, even when I read it for the first time, like when I saw it come up on social media, you were releasing that you were changing the name or that you were starting this specific brand now. Mm -hmm. Um, being when we were younger the little moments you really didn't think about as much as you do now like it takes I don't know if it takes certain things in your life to happen or what it what it happens to be but you do start to appreciate the little things a lot more than you appreciated the big picture you do Um, so I do I love the name it makes sense one of the things it brings me back to is we hired Amanda Verhoeve to be our photographer for our wedding yeah she's wonderful she's so awesome to work with and she had like this list of things on her website about things that you should try and remember throughout the day. And it was like, take five seconds after the ceremony, just to be with your wife or to be with your husband, to have that moment. Because at the end of the day, it's going to go by so fast. It's one day you're going to see a million people and you need to remember those little moments. And that's exactly how she said it. So Mm -hmm. it's a very cool name. It, It definitely hits people's heartstrings with certain things in their life for sure. Um, so where are you, what are you doing now? Are you back to starting to do event planning again, or you're still just trying to get back into the swing of things? Um, just trying to get back into the swing of things. Um, Joe is not quite sleeping through the night yet. I run on a couple of hours of sleep at most. Um, so still trying to find that balance between two kids and getting back into that, like you said, the swing of things of working. Um, but I don't do boredom. Well, um, I'm always doing something. I'm always doing something with the kids or I'm doing something after, you know, they're napping or they're sleeping. So I definitely want to get back into it. Um, so with COVID, I think that's going to look like social media, right? Getting back out there, getting my face back out there, talking to people and doing exactly what we're doing right now, letting people know what it is I'm doing and what I want to do moving forward now now pre um being quite along in the pregnancy like you were you were so keen to do something you're like nine months pregnant you're like yeah i'm doing two weeks after i asked you to record an episode you're like yeah sure (laughs) and you're like "Uh, i'm doing two weeks i'm like maybe maybe we should wait (laughs) yeah yeah just in case (laughs) but so so how, when did you stop? When did you decide, you know what, I'm going to stop pushing. I need to take some time for myself. Now I need to start calming down, get ready to have a baby and then get through um, to be honest. I think I kind of started to pull away last summer. And the reason I say that is because we were kind of in the midst of COVID. It was still new. Um, yeah. We were going into a second wave. Things were locking down again. Um, and I just wasn't happy with what I was going. I was stressed out. I was tired. I was pregnant miserable. Um, So I took a step back from social media completely. I deleted everything off of my phone. Um, I told my friends and family, if you need to get a hold of me, I'll check my phone, you know, periodically throughout the day, but call Ryan, text Ryan, if you absolutely need me, you can't get me. Um, And then kind of from that point on, I was never fully engaged. 
Um, you know, I would post things, I would, you know, talk to people, I would still reach out to past clients, following up with them, seeing how they're doing. Um, and I still took on clients, small projects, but I knew from that point, I didn't want to stress myself out. I was having some complications in my pregnancy too, and I didn't want to make that worse. Um, so then come January, when I knew (laughs) the clock, um, was starting to tick in that, um, window was shortening I did post saying you know I am expecting and I will be taking the next several weeks off and that's exactly what I did I again shut everything off of my social media I stepped back completely and I'm just kind of getting back into the swing of things now and she's almost three months so well almost a year I guess I I think it was respectful for not only you but the people you were planning for as well like absolutely it's not that you wouldn't put your all into it, but it's very hard for a for a woman that's pregnant already has a child, has a Ryan. Like, yeah. you got enough to <laughs> yes, take care three of. kids. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's hard to try and put that on you, especially when it comes down to like a wedding. Like, you're going to be planning someone's special day. You, mm-hmm. you, I know you as a person, you'd want to put your all into it, making sure it's perfect. You would be more stressed out than the bride. Oh, absolutely. That thing is going to be perfect. So I think yeah. it's good for you and for your customers, for you absolutely. to take that time for yourself. Absolutely. Like you said, um, a wedding, for example, that is one of the biggest moments in your life. Um, and if I can't give it my all, and if I felt like I couldn't give it my all, then like you said, it's not fair to the client. Um, you know, if you were my client, for example, I would never, ever want you to look back one day and go, why, one, did I spend my money on that? Two, I wish I would have done this or that. Or three, they were stressed out because my mind was elsewhere. <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, for people that are listening or watching, I wish that I would have consulted someone like you at the beginning. We were just yeah. kind of like, it's not that big of a deal. We'll bring in caterers. We'll bring in the people who do chairs, people yeah. who do tables. And then it's like, oh, now we need linens. We need forks and knives and we need decorations. And what are we going to do for decorations? I can barely decorate my house. How am I supposed to decorate a wedding venue? So like, <laughs> yeah, we it's got the little so things far. that you don't think about. Exactly. You definitely yeah. don't think about it. Like, yeah, there's no, there's no direct checklist for every single person's event. Like they're all different. Yeah. Um, and everybody's and brings, different. Definitely. hundred percent. That brings me to a question for you. Can someone come to you with zero agenda? Oh, hundred percent. You get that. That's actually more um, frequent than you would think. Yeah. Somebody oh, knows. I, I believe that. You know, it's my birthday or we're getting married. I think I want to do this. I think I want to do that, but my husband likes this or yeah, no. It's, it's so frequent. Um, I almost prefer that. That lets um, you kind of take charge from the very beginning. Absolutely. And I can provide things and I can show things to clients that they would have never even thought of. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I prefer that, but that's just me. Not all event planners prefer it that way either. For sure. Now, is there a specific type of event you is your favorite to plan? Oh, birthdays wholeheartedly. Really? Like, oh, I love birthdays. If I could just do birthdays and I hope, you know, 10 years from now when this is my full-time job, knock on wood, um, I would do birthdays. Anything from newborn, well, one (laughs) to, you know, 99, 100%. I love birthdays. Um, Ryan and I have been together going on 10 years, which is insane. Um, And I think I've thrown him three surprise birthdays just for fun. <laughs> yeah, <it's more> fun <laughs> you know, like I, I think I've thrown 
It is. I think I've thrown all of my girlfriend's surprise parties. Um, I, that's, I, I love it. I cannot express seeing somebody walk in um, and seeing that surprise or it's that day that's just them, right? Same with the wedding. It's that moment where it's just about you. You don't get that a lot. So to be able to give that to somebody, it warms my heart. It's a little moment. <laughs> exactly. A hundred percent. And, and the coolest thing about it is someone can just come to you and say, Hey, like, I really want to throw my husband a surprise party. He's turning 40 years old or 30 years yeah. old, whatever it may be. And you can kind of just figure mm-hmm. out what type of person he is and kind of just roll with it. Yep. Yep. I love themed. Um, so like Ryan um, is, his birthday's coming up in June and he loves to golf. And every year I always do a different theme. I will never duplicate a theme. There's too many out there. Um, and it's everything from the cake to, you know, decorating a picture wall. If that's what somebody wants. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the theme for me and being able to sit down with a client, somebody that I maybe have never met and find out exactly what they like or what their husband likes um, and putting those like added details into it. So um, like Ryan likes to golf, like I said, um, and he is not a real dessert person, but he loves cake. So I always do a big cake dedicated to that theme. So this year we're going to do a big golf Kate, things like that right the little touches that um people wouldn't necessarily think about for sure now with all those different things do you have someone um like obviously being an event planner you've got to have mm-hmm. you'll have like certain people that you use for certain events and then they'll recommend you yeah. you recommend them like your cake decorators your uh invitations or um i forget what the, the actual profession is called that does like all of the paper like uh invitations and uh, you know what i'm talking about yeah, I do. Um, I can never pronounce it. Calligrapher. Or... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I'm assuming so, like if, if they had someone approach them saying, I'm making a birthday cake for this, I'm kind of stressed out about the whole thing. They recommend you, you recommend <laughs> them. Do you do any of your own? Like, do you ever bake your own stuff or make your own invitations or do your own like balloon arches or stuff like that? Um, so baking, yes. Um, but only for my like immediate friends and family, because then if I screw it up, (laughs) then at least they're a little bit more understanding. Um, but cooking, baking, any of that I typically outsource. Um, and then invitations and things like that. Um, I have my own people. I love them. They're great. So I let them do it. Um, there was something, what was the other thing you asked me? Balloons. Yes. So I do a lot of the balloon arches and stuff myself. But again, I also have um, another team that I work with depending on the type of arch that they're looking for or how much they're looking for. Um, I have, again, a team, but a lot of the time I will do it myself as well because it is easier. And in the long run, especially if you're working on a budget, it's cheaper. Yeah. And I've noticed a lot of your Instagram posts, like when you do like the, I think it was someone turning two. Yeah, that was Riley. So that arch was incredible. Like I thought it was, I thought maybe you had someone that does all that stuff. Like I wouldn't even know where to begin. I would have such yeah. a fit trying to detach all those balloons to that string in the middle. There's no way you could pay me to do a fucking balloon arch. So in that display, actually, I did hire somebody to do it. Um, her name is Shannon. She's from Fab Decor. They're located out of London and they are 
phenomenal. Um, I recommend them 11 out of 10 to anybody that comes to me. Um, but surprisingly, the balloon arches are not as hard as they look. It's just time consuming. That's all. And Maybe you can't have kids running around. I don't have the attention. I have the attention span of the kid running around. There's no way I'm sitting there putting together in a balloon arch for an hour. Yeah. If you have two people, a balloon arch like that would take like 15 to 20 minutes. That's all right. Yeah. If you know, if you know what you're doing, right? If you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, let's say for weddings, for instance, just as a as an example, mm-hmm. if someone came to you, they're just started, like they just got engaged. They have no idea where to start. Yeah. If they get you to plan the event, can they get you to take care of everything? Mm-hmm. Like finding so, them a photographer, finding them a caterer, finding them all that stuff. All of that. So I have me personally, I have uh, three different packages. So I plan everything from the beginning to the end is my first package. Um, that's my most expensive, obviously. And then I have a middle package where I'm going to meet with you uh, three to six months before the event. So a wedding in this case. Um, and then I have a package where I'm just day of coordination. So I'm just there on the day to coordinate with the vendors that are showing up to make sure that everything runs smoothly and that the bride and groom don't have to worry about anything. That's probably my most popular package for weddings. Um, Right now, people are all about doing it themselves. And I think that's great if people think they can or want to. um, And they have a support team around them on that day that allows them to do that. That's great. Um, But again, like you said, it's, you don't know until you know. So when you're actually planning a wedding and you forget this or you forget that yeah. it's easier to have somebody doing it all for you um so i do i have several packages and one package includes coming right from the day that you get engaged to you know one o'clock when you're going home in your limo you need a fourth package that is where you sit down <laughs> with couples that plan their whole wedding on their own you sit down with yes. them for one hour and you yes. go through the checklist what did you forget yeah, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> like, this is what I got. This is what I got. Oh, why didn't you do this? Or you didn't do this? Yeah. Like, like, that's my fear right now is getting to yeah. the day and being like, how do you even forget that? But there's so many things that that come yeah. up before that. It's crazy. Well, and it's your wedding day. You shouldn't have to worry about those things, right? You want to be able to just watch your wife walk down the aisle, dance with her, eat, party, drink, do whatever, right? Definitely. That's what the day is about. The third package of yours is very appealing <laughs> because that mm-hmm. day, like it's one thing, like we've got a lot of our wedding party is outrageously sized, yeah. Yeah. but um, it was just like, do we want to have to pull one of them or one of our immediate parents to have to be worried about that shit all day? Or do you just want everyone to just be able to enjoy themselves and not worry about it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I get a lot of people coming to me for that day of coordination, because again, you want people to show up, eat, drink, party, and leave, not have to worry about a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very appealing. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I like to do on here, and you'll be the third person that's done this so far is I like to ask each individual guest three questions. Okay. Um, The reason why I do it is to try and pull away from the, every person that comes on here, including myself, you get, you get nervous, you get anxious, Mm -hmm. you talk as if you're in like an interview and it's hard to get out of that um, question answer kind of feel more of just have a good conversation and and talk about real life shit that people have to go through and people deal with, especially with COVID and stuff. So 
I like to ask everyone three questions. Take as long as you want to think about it to answer. Um, the first question is, are you currently happy with the life you're living right now? That is a loaded question for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, my first answer is yes. I am extremely happy and I'm extremely um, comfortable in the life that I'm living. You know, I have a house with somebody that I've spent the last 10 years of my life with. I have two kids that are healthy and happy um, that have more toys than a two-year-old and a three-month need. <laughs> um, I am working full-time just currently on mat leave. And then I have my business, my passion on the side. So I am genuinely happy. Um, I know there's definitely some materialistic things that I would like, you know, like a bigger house, a newer computer, things like that. Yep. Um but I'm genuinely happy with where I am. But I also do believe that taking a step back from social media for the last several months um, has really helped with that too. That, that opens up to like, to start with you being happy and, and you looking at the materialistic things. It's mm -hmm. awesome to hear that you're very happy and very appreciative of everything you have in your life. Mm -hmm. Everyone, if someone tells you that there's not anything in the world they want, that they don't have it's there's no way you're telling the truth there's something they're that you want <laughs> they're lying so it's very nice to hear you say that like and obviously you're happy with your two beautiful little girls with mm -hmm. ryan after 10 years you have a house over you you have a full-time job you guys are successful yeah. in your careers and you have a passion on the side but it's nice to hear you say that you do have stuff that you want to still work towards you still have those things that you really want and you're going to keep striving yeah. to to get and to start being able to do your your um, passion full-time as mm -hmm. for the social media thing I have numerous friends that like Ben, who did a podcast on here. He's a paramedic. He completely yeah. deleted Facebook. He deleted Snapchat. He only has Instagram and literally yeah. uses it because he's in certain groups uh, and they do use it for like, um, I don't know, certain of certain events that he's in. They just decide to use Instagram. That might be ours and the younger generation's way of using social media is the Instagram. Yeah. But he was blown away with just how much more he got accomplished in a day. Like, mm -hmm, absolutely don't realize that hour that you're glued to your screen scrolling through useless information because yeah. it's just something to do and now he's just he's so much more productive in his day absolutely and for me I was finding myself you know I would um, take Riley downstairs to her playroom and she would play and I would just scroll through like TikTok or scroll through Facebook and I'm like what am I doing yeah <laughs> like Riley's only gonna be this young for not very long and I'm sitting on my phone not paying attention to her. Um, and that's where it hurt me the most. Um, and I just, I didn't want that. I didn't, I don't ever want my kids to feel like I'm not paying attention to them, but I mean, it is also normal to want to break and it's yeah. okay to still pick up that phone and do those things. Um, but I just felt like I was doing it more than I was comfortable doing it. Social media. Like we are such a weird age group for cell phones social media laptops technology like i remember being in like annandale and i've got like a slide phone with a keyboard and i'm thinking it's the cat's yeah. app and i've got yeah. like double flip phone i'm like this technology is incredible then like yeah. by the time we're in grade nine we've got like the first iphones released samsung's bringing out a touchscreen phone now we're now we have a zippo on our phone and we've got all these little weird applications and yeah just our whole high school, we ha everyone had phones. Like yeah. everyone had a cell phone. 
I always, the thing that's such a big thing in the world right now is that everything gets recorded. Like, yes. like all you see all over the news is people pulling out their phones a second something's happening and catching it on camera. I don't yeah. remember that being as big of a problem when we were in school. Like, I don't think it was. I think cell phones were still relatively new. Um, like, I mean, I don't even know how to work my phone with some of these apps right now. I have to call my brother. I'm like, what does this do? <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't think it was like it is now back when we were in high school and recording stuff wasn't like, I don't even, I don't even think we had Snapchat. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. No, no, I don't. No, 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 no. We didn't have Snapchat. So I think it's definitely evolved and it evolved very, very fast. It's just like our generation, it always weirds me out. Is like we know how to use the majority of social media things. Like we know how to post. We know how to make a video. We know how to post on Instagram. We know how to take a Snapchat. We know how to use TikTok if we wanted to. Um, Okay. We're at the generation where um, when our kids grow up, and I don't know, and I'm I don't know how you feel. I'm not speaking for you, but I still want my kid to be 16 when he gets a phone. hundred percent. Like there's there's 12 year olds and 13 year olds making millions of dollars on TikTok. Yeah, it's insane to me. It it blows my mind how how crazy it has advanced yeah. and how much it's taken over. Like now certain certain um like getting a bank account now now you can access your cra with the mobile app of a of a bank yeah. or you can sign into something using google and some some applications are so much more complicated to use if you don't have the social media to to sign in to be able to use it yeah oh like now we rely on it to access certain stuff it's ridiculous and going back to the comment about you know being 16 before they get a phone i'm totally on board with that but then on the flip side I'm like, I don't want my girls going out and not being able to get a hold of me or me not being able to get a hold of them. Right. So I'm like, I don't want you to have access to all of this stuff, but I need you to have access to it because I need to have access to you. And I think that there's so much going on in the world right now. And I think it's always been happening just with social media. Now people are talking about it. And I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm Ryan and I are constantly having these conversations because we are yeah. still like, at what point do the girls get a phone? What point are they allowed to have social media? Do we allow them to have social media, but we have to have access to that. We need your passwords. And then when you're moved out of the house, you like, I, I don't know, like what's the right thing to do anymore because the world is changing so quickly. And I don't know if there's even a, like, there's definitely not a book for it or a, a direct answer for it. That's for sure. I would like one if it's out there. <laughs> yeah, get a hold of me. I don't even have kids yet, but definitely send me a few <laughs> copies because I'm going to need that. But the thing is with our generation is now it's a fear. Now, mm-hmm. It's a fear for our kids not to have a phone in time. Yeah. Like we didn't, we like when we, we were, were come back when the streetlights are on run down to your friend's house around the corner like use their home phone if you need it yeah see at nine o'clock yeah exactly now the fear is 
you don't give them a phone. You're the asshole parent when all the other kids have phones. Yeah. You're, you're the weird kid now. I don't have a phone. Yeah. It just, it baffles my mind. I don't, I don't envy this generation growing up. I don't envy my brother or what our kids are going to go through. I'm not. And I've said it numerous times. That generation gets nothing but shit on. Oh, hundred percent. They can't do anything right. Everything they do is wrong. (laughs) Millennials, this millennials, that Gen Z or whatever the heck, all these, these things are that we're called. But the thing that blows my mind every time is there's people that raised those people. There's people that raised the people that raised those people. They, yeah. they started making cell phones. We weren't old. Yeah. We know what, like we used a cell phone at 17 years old, but yeah. we didn't make it. We didn't give the access in the palm of our hand. And it's not no. like it was their fault either. They're just doing what they thought. It's such a, we're going in a black hole. Of- I know. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's just one thing led to another. Now you have this generation that has to rely on it because they're so behind in times. If they don't, yeah. now you're having all these kids relying on social media's acceptance and likes and hearts and um, views. And yeah, oh my gosh, you didn't get a hundred likes on your post. Like what a loser or they like her and they don't like me. What? Yeah. Like Tinder, like oh. imagine being in high school and there was Tinder. I, again, I've been with Ryan for so long now. I don't, I wouldn't know how to date. I would be awkward. Like I wouldn't even know how to talk to somebody. And now that everybody has access through Tinder and whatever else there probably is now, um, there's too much pressure. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like I'm getting, I'm engaged to a woman I met on Tinder. But I also went to college and moved out of town and yeah. moved right away. Like moved out early and I didn't have that person to settle down with. Like, yeah, when I did. And, but it was it was the way to meet someone when I was trying to date again. Like, yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like Meg, she married somebody she met off of Tinder. Like, I think they're great apps, but it just changes the dating world and social media as a whole. It's just completely changed everything. Yeah, I agree. It's, it baffles me. Well, now we have a guest. We have Riley here. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to talk about um, some of the struggles that you had to deal with. With, like, I'm assuming that you were still planning events when COVID hit last February. Yes. So absolutely. did you have any extra procedures you had to go through to make sure that stuff could be planned safely, or did you worry about finding out for the guests what they were allowed to have and what the regulations would allow them to have? Oh yeah. Um, so, um, better lack of return was a shit show. Nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew how serious or unserious COVID was. Nobody knew what was real and what wasn't. And so out of that fear, a lot of people just ended up canceling. Gigi's downstairs. Would you like to go see Gigi? (laughs) You want to go see Gigi? Okay, she's downstairs if you want to see her. She's been, she woke up at 6.30 and that's early for her. Yeah. <laughs> she's tired. Um, so a lot of people just canceled their events out of that fear. Um, I had a baby shower end of March. So it was like right at that cutoff and um, the event still went on, but the venue that we were at just in that weekend had lost 22 events. 
22. Wow. And then the event itself, half of the guests didn't come, which is completely understandable. Yeah. Um, but it, it just went to show you um, how scared everybody was. And I think, you know, that fear is still continuing. Um, I think now you're seeing people are a little bit more frustrated than they are scared. You know, um, the world's kind of divided in half right now. Um, But I was still planning events. Unfortunately, a lot of my events were canceled or they were just downsized um, or they were moved outside, things like that. Um, But trying to find that information about what you could have and what your limits were at first was a struggle. It was hard and you couldn't seem to get answers from anybody or you would talk to one person and their answers were completely different than another person. Um, So that's where having those connections in the industry is really, really helpful. And it's really important to never burn that bridge because you never know when you need to rely on somebody else. Yeah. Now, I don't know, like last February or last March 6th was my buck and doe. Yes. And weekend after the complex was shut down, like all events were canceled. Yeah. You were, you snuck right in there. I think it was Tara Dieger's buck and doe that ended up getting canceled right after the weekend. Cause it was, cause the whole thing was shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Just like one weekend, you got 220 people in a complex the next Mm -hmm. weekend. No one has any idea what's going on. And I don't know if this is, maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough throughout COVID, but. I don't think that anyone really still has a clear idea of what's going on. Like regulations change all the time. Maximum limits of people change all the time. Mm -hmm. The color system has different meanings all the time. So at first we were like, okay, if it hits green, we can have our wedding. Our wedding's 175 people. Original COVID rules. Now the, the color system has to be completely removed for us to have a wedding of that size outside. It's crazy. We have to be done COVID. Yeah. 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 Because you've already postponed. We had, I think, three weddings last year that were postponed. One um, that went on and was just immediate friends and family um, because they had already been waiting and they just didn't want to wait anymore. And I totally get that. Um, It's crazy. And it depends on what news source you listen to. Like the news sources even vary. And, you know, you listen to one doctor and they say this, and then you go to a different hospital and they say that. And I think that's where the frustration is coming from as well. Like, I think that's why like, if, if you are entering Tilsonburg right now, there's um, anti-lockdown signs everywhere you look because people are so done with what is happening. Um, and it's tough. It's really tough. I I'm thankful that I haven't need to cancel or postpone any of events that I personally have had. Um, but I do feel for the people like yourself that have. Yeah, we postponed again this year. Yeah. We just decided to move it. Sorry, one second. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Take a deep breath. No whining. Good girl. Good girl. There you go. I, um, when I got pregnant before I had Riley, I was that mom or that person that said, I'm never giving my parent or my kids electronics. She's not getting an iPad. She's not getting a phone. She doesn't need that shit. Here we are. (laughs) She's on my phone. They have their reasons. Well, and sometimes I just need five minutes. I hear you. I I have have a dog. Yeah. 
You know when people compare their dog to someone having a kid? <laughs> but dogs are like kids. They really, really are. But they Except- really are a lot easier. <laughs> yes. I Although I can't comment because I don't have a dog. I want one. But Ryan says I have to wait until the girls are older. Which well, I can throw my dog out the back door and he can go to the bathroom. That's true. I have to change um, diapers all day. I give him a toy. He's good for probably six hours. Uh, yeah, no, I can leave him at home. <laughs> that's true. I can't do that. Somebody would call CIS on me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I've heard that so many times of someone comparing, like, oh, yeah, like I have a dog. Like they kept me up last night. And uh, yeah, they chewed the couch. And it's yeah. like, holy hell, you should not have a kid right now. <laughs> like, I don't have a kid, but I know as hell, I sure as hell can't have one right now. There's no way. <laughs> I'm yeah. myself out talking to ryan i think it was yesterday i said i looked at him dead serious in the face and i said i want a dog and he looked at me and he said no you're not getting a dog <laughs> it's not happening <laughs> okay honey here do you want to go uncle preston's downstairs too <laughs> back to the fact that i moved my wedding again so my wedding will now be in 2022 yep we just don't really want to have to worry about it. <laughs> like, yeah, and you, you want, want the people world you want at your wedding. And there's nothing wrong with that. We want bachelor and bachelorette parties. We want like the, a bridal shower and traditional things that go along with having that. Yeah. And I looked at her and like, I'm not hating on anyone else that decided to, to lower their wedding to a lower amount of people. Mm-hmm. But we, if we can't wait another year to get married, we probably shouldn't get married. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's not for that's not everyone because everyone's just kind of like i love this date or this date means something but we didn't have any of those things no um so yeah anyway. and um oh, i was gonna say something i lost my train of thought <laughs> that's all right we literally got through one question so the second question was <laughs> would you change anything in your life right now other than covid other than covid um again the only things that i would change would be materialistic things um I want a bigger house. I want a yard. There are things that I want out of life, um, but I'm not able to get them yet. I just have to keep working towards them. Like you said earlier. Um, But no, I don't think that there's anything that I would change in my life right now. Ask me next week. It might be different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've, I've interviewed a couple small businesses and I interviewed people that have certain passions and decided to jump in the deep end on pursuing the things that make them happy in life. Uh, and one thing I like to ask them is, did anything significant happen in your life for you to just to say, you know, I'm going to take this leap. I'm going to put this money and my time into this and start mm-hmm. doing the little moments. You know, the only thing that I can really think of um, is anytime somebody asks me that question or why I went into business for myself um, is that internship. I had a a really, really great relationship um, where her name was Jennifer. She was phenomenal. Her business was successful. Um, Where I was in my life and what I wanted or what I knew I wanted to get out of life was where she was. Um, And that was huge for me. So I wanted that. Um, And then fast forward, now I have two beautiful girls and I want them to be able to see that somebody can do it for themselves if they want that option. Um, And, you know, if you work hard enough that you can get those things out of life. So I wouldn't say there was any significant event um, or anything like that. But again, that internship was huge for me. 
that hands-on experience and then having that relationship um, with my mentor was significant for sure. And I also think that's big for you to be able to see what a successful version of that type of career can bring. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult too, because I was with her for a year following. So I saw the up and the ups and downs of the industry too, which I think was extremely important because I think people think, oh, event planner, oh, they plan these big events. They get these huge um, payouts and they live in these big fancy houses when they're successful. But that's not always the case, right? Like COVID, um, there's waves of things and there's times of the year where it's busier than others. Um, And that's also one of the reasons why I do work a full-time job. Um, because those ups and downs, sometimes the downs are pretty bad. So again, to be able to see that firsthand was huge. I actually had um, a co-op student last year um, and she thought she wanted to go into event planning too. And so I was very real with her um, the way that my mentor was. And I said, you know, this is how it works. And I had her do a lot of my paperwork and I had her do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff because it's not always show up to a venue and decorate and say hi to people, right? There's a lot of behind the stuff scenes that nobody thinks about. That could also be a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Nobody wants weather changes. Huh? I said, nobody wants to do paperwork. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, like, like weather changes, event places closing. Like I remember a couple of years ago, I forget who was getting married, but their venue, I think it was a barn. I think it was Shelby. Was it Shelby? Was it like, was it that purple farm thing? Place? Purple Hill. Purple Hill. And now it's back open, but they yeah. did separate and they sold the bills business. And I had many friends that yeah. now had to start over and like you would get that call like what are we going to do and now you're rushing to find a venue and then yeah. call every single vendor to make sure that they can do that specific location Absolutely. And the price changes of getting those vendors to that location and all these oh, yeah. little things that unless you really sat down and thought hard about and I'm still only getting a fraction of what actually would be a pain in the ass about it yeah. but that's all I really know about it and that's why you get a professional to come in and do it Absolutely. It takes that worry completely off of you. Well, I shouldn't say completely because you're still going to be stressed over the little things or nervous or worried. And those things are natural. Um, but yeah, that's why people like us exist. Honestly, like when, and this isn't just like podcast aside, people mm-hmm. listen to this, people don't listen to this. Yeah. Knowing you and knowing you for as long as I have, we've had our moments where we hung out every day as kids. We yeah. had our breaks in between, had different clicks. Yeah. always talk to each other the same way with the same respect regardless of what was going on in each other's lives Absolutely. we always knew the big things in each other's lives i'll always have you and shelby at every, every big event of mine yeah. and kevin um yeah. and nathaniel and josh are in my wedding like it's, it's those it's those yeah. friendships you made along the way that really define who you are as a person yeah. in my opinion but i can see you not only being very successful with this when you're when your children are a little older so you like i think it can happen throughout the way but obviously it's going to take time you know it's not going to happen overnight no gosh no but with the person you are you were always like things get done in order this is how we do stuff this is like you were so organized your notes were so neat you you had your process with things and i can see this being a very very positive thing for you and i think that it's going to be i think it's going to be amazing Thank you. I'm definitely excited and I'm interested to see where I'm going to be in, you know, 10, 15 years. But I do think I come by it naturally. You, you know, my mom, she's 100% the same way. <laughs> do you have a goal for 10 years from now for this business? I would like to be doing it full time in 10 years. My ultimate goal 
is to have a storefront. So I would like to have, you know, a store for until summer got that time on Broadway where people can come in and see um, setups where we can, you know, do mock setups. And I want to be a one-stop shop. I want somebody to be able to come to me and I have, you know, um, I have venues, I have photographers, I have um, decorations, I have everything that you can come into me and I'm your one-stop shop and that's all you need. That is my ultimate dream. That's what I like when I'm like 50 or 60. That's what I want. Now, do you believe that that goal is achievable in Tulsenburg? Yes, it can be for sure. There's definitely a market in Tulsenburg. Um, you know, we're up to what? Oh my gosh, I don't even know what our population is anymore. Seen something or? Yeah, um, but it's definitely there. But it's it's marketing the right way, and it's also pricing it the right way, right? Um, with that being said, I do also enjoy traveling. So um, I will travel up to a certain kilometers. Like I will go to Windsor, Toronto. The change of pace and scenery is nice. So being able to have packages and pricing um, for that type of audience too is big. Um, so I would like to say yes right now, but that could change. And I didn't, and I, and I just wanted to phase. I didn't say that as if I didn't think Tilsenberg was good enough to do that. No, no, no. Um, I just wanted to know, cause I know like with her, the girl that you were working with, she was very successful. She moved to California. Now yeah. the way I would look at that is California is good, good climate majority of the year. Yeah. Um, so you can have more of those weddings in the winter, which would have been mm-hmm. our winter, which they're still, they still happen, but they're definitely fewer. Yes. Um, I just didn't know if a bigger city was your type of scene or I know I wouldn't want to live in a big city. So I don't know if that's the way you feel, but. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I know Tilsonburg is almost getting too big for me. <laughs> but the convenience of having that storefront, as long as word of mouth, which is huge, regardless of what you're doing, that's the same with this podcast. Oh, the more yeah. people to talk about it, the more people that are going to watch it or at least give it a chance and see if it's exactly. their type of thing. Yeah. You, you have your friend group in Tilsonburg, which spiders out like an ancestry tree um but as soon as you've hit those people and they know what you're capable of they'll usually use you for every event if they were happy and now you have the events of a person's life yeah so that's yeah the market is is definitely there it's for sure Mm -hmm. that's very exciting we're at an hour and 16 minutes now oh geez riley's doing really well sitting there (laughs) yeah she's probably get her mom back yes so regardless, um, I really, really appreciate you coming on here. I'm super stoked to see where you end up in the next 5, 10, 15 years. It'll be really awesome to see where this goes. Um, eventually, I would like to do every person I've interviewed so far in person just to get that yeah. more of bounce off each other kind of feel. So when, yeah. when COVID allows it, hopefully you'd be down to do that. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I really, really appreciate you taking the time today, especially with how busy you are um, trying to get back into your, into your uh, normal routine. Um, thanks so much for taking the time. No, thank you for having me. It was great talking to you. I was a little nervous, but now I, now I feel good. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's a weird feeling when you hop in. I, I always get like the shakes, like, like as if I'm cold. Yeah. Um, but once you start talking, it's, it's more of just, let's have a conversation and, and I'm, and it's slowly getting better into the just chat. Like everyone's a yeah. real person. Everyone has their shit. Everyone has their problems. Let's talk yeah. about it. And, and I think that's, that's very relaxed. Anyway, I thanks so much for coming on and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Savannah. Okay, bye. Bye. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.